Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Friday, September 6th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill is just the best dentist that there is. I got an appointment there a week from today. I can't wait. I get to go to the dentist. I don't think I have to go to the dentist. That's the magic of Today's Dentistry. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports, nothing but sports. And let's bring in our good friend, Harry, to ask some questions on this lovely Friday. It's a little bit overcast, but it's going to be beautiful tomorrow. Great weekend for college football. Great night for high school football. Great Sunday for professional football. It's football season, Harry. I know it is, Gondilra. What do you think? I live under a bar stool? <laughs> Not hardly. I live on top of a bar stool. Let's get right to the questions. Five questions, followed by five scintillating, I'm sure, wink, wink, answers. All right. Number one, what will the Colts do Sunday? What do you predict, Gondil Reds? I got to tell you, I have no idea. I don't know whether Jacoby Brissett is going to be the guy that the Colts describe as their starting quarterback, a guy that Lewis Riddick believes is going to be an absolute star in the National Football League. I don't know. I don't know what the defense is going to look like. It's really, really young. Are they going to be able to get to Phillip Rivers? If they can't get to Phillip Rivers, is he going to pick him apart? What kind of a game is this? Is it going to be high scoring? Is it going to be low scoring? We really don't know at this point. I can tell you this, though. When Marlon Mack was healthy in 2018, the Colts went 10 and 2. Marlon Mack is healthy. Now, is that going to matter a damn without Andrew Luck under center? That's a wholly different question. But I think the Colts are about as healthy as they they can be. They got a couple of guys who haven't practiced this week, including, most importantly, Jabal Sheard. They've got a couple of other guys who are a little bit dinged up. But this is the healthiest a Colts team has been in a long, long time, including the season opener last year. This is a Colts team that expects to go to the playoffs with or without Andrew Luck. And it's going to be without Andrew Luck, as we all know, and with Jacoby Brissett is a starter. It's a young team. It's going to be a ball hawking team. Can they force turnovers? Can they move the football against the, the Chargers? You know what? 
we're going to all find out together on, on Sunday afternoon at 4.05, and I can't wait. Yeah, we just don't know until we... You know who screwed it all up? The Bears media did yesterday, and uh, the whole offseason, saying that the Bears were going to the Super Bowl. And then they get run out of their own stadium last night. 10-3. to 3. Oh, boy, what a what a, a crapper that game was for the Bears. Uh, right in front of the old 85 Bears. Champions, if I ever saw them. Number two... Well, should Antonio Dutchie, that, not my toes, stay away from the toes. Number two, should Antonio Brown play Monday night for the Raiders? Antonio Brown is a distraction, but inside the locker room, I don't think he's that much a, a distraction. For the media, for us as fans, we watch, we watched Hard Knocks. What was more distracting to football than Antonio Brown? But for the Raiders, they went out and got work done. It, you know what? He's a terrific receiver. This team is prepared to play without him. If the Raiders think they have a better chance to win with him than without him, I got no problem with him playing. But I'll tell you what, you gotta if you invite Antonio Brown onto your roster, what you've got to account for is that he is going to cause problems. He is going to be a distraction. He is going to bring unpleasantness and chaos into your locker room and into your facility. If you're willing to accommodate that, you got a chance to utilize this guy as one of the great receiving assets in the National Football League, and you got a chance to win games because of it. But if you, on the other side, if you're going to try to beat him into submission, if you're going to try to find him into compliance and suspend him into compliance, you're going to lose both the guy and you're going to lose the locker room. That is the damage that Antonio Brown can do, and that's why the Steelers sent this guy in the middle of his prime to the Raiders for a third rounder and a fifth rounder. They didn't want him in Pittsburgh anymore, but they wanted something back, for God's sake. The Raiders, they ponied up, and they welcomed this chaos into their midst. They've got to be prepared to deal with it. Chaos! Sounds like 1.30 in the morning and uh, Will's Northwoods Inn on the north side of Chicago. (laughs) I've seen chaos. Here's a trick when there's chaos in the bar. Drink your beer as quick as you can or your cocktail. Then walk up to the bar and say, hey, in the melee, in the middle of the fight, that guy knocked over my beer or spilled my drink and you'll get a free one. That's a tip from your old uncle Harry. Number three, what will IU fans, football fans, learn tomorrow in Bloomington as they take on the Eastern Illinois? You know what, Harry? I hope they don't learn a damn thing because the only thing you can learn against Eastern Illinois is if Eastern Illinois beats your ass and then you learn you're really not very good. Other than that, you're not going to learn too much against a team like Eastern Illinois. This is a paid victory for Indiana. They have to win this game. They had to win last week's game against Ball State. They're going to have to beat UConn, and then they've got to find a way to win three other games uh, on their schedule against Big Ten opponents. You've got to beat, in all likelihood, Rutgers. You're going to have to beat Maryland. 
You're going to have to beat maybe Northwestern down in Bloomington. You've got to find a way to cobble together some wins among those nine games because here four, you're not going to win. You're not going to beat Ohio State. You're not going to beat Michigan State. You're not going to beat Penn State, and you're not going to beat Michigan. Those four games, they're gone. So already you're dealing with eight potential wins, three coming in the non-conference schedule, and you've got to hope in the other five you go three and two. You do that, you go to a bowl. You go two and three, you're going to be five and seven again. And five and seven is getting old Indiana fans. But tomorrow afternoon, the only thing that can be learned, and that game's at 3.30 on BTN, the only thing that can be learned is that you suck. And that will be if they win against Eastern Illinois. If they win, nobody's, if they win 64 to two, People still aren't going to say, man, oh, man, we learned a lot of good things about Indiana this week. The coaches, they might think so. But in reality, you don't learn against uh, an opponent like Eastern Illinois. Number four, are the Bears as bad as they looked last night in losing to the Packers? Nobody could be as bad as the Bears looked last night. They scored three points, three points against the Green Bay Packers. The Packers, they only scored 10 against that vaunted Bears defense. But if you don't win, if you can't outperform the opposing team's defense, you're going to have a tough time winning games. And the truth is that the Bears defense, they did not do what they needed to do to win that game. They allowed that touchdown pass, and they didn't cause enough in the way of turnovers and chaos in the backfield despite those five sacks to cause the Packers a whole lot of trouble. In the end, they lose, and the media in Chicago looks like a bunch of dumbasses because they have spent the entire offseason talking about how this was a team ready to go to the Super Bowl, and Mitchell Trubisky in his third year is ready to show himself as one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. You see that last night? The answer is no. Number five is Kyle Schwarber, the Cubs MVP. I love Kyle Schwarber. I think he's terrific. Don't you, Ganil Rats? You know what? Since August 1st, he's hit 300 with 10 home runs and 27 RBIs. He has been, with all due respect to Nicholas Castellanos, who's been terrific since he's come over from the Tigers, Schwarber has been the offensive MVP for this team, and he plays a legitimate left field as well. This has been a guy who has carried his weight for the last 30 games. He has been really, really good. Last night, that grand slam with two outs, that carried the day for the Cubs. The Cubs don't win that game. They fall three and a half back of the Cardinals. They won, so they're two and a half back. They need to keep in contact with the Cardinals or those last... They play seven of their final ten games against the St. Louis Cardinals, and the Cubs have got to put themselves in a position where they are within three as those as that 10 games, the last 10 games of the regular season transpire. If they can do that, they got a chance to win the division. You know what happens if they wind up being the road wildcard team, and that is not a good thing for the Chicago Cubs. You want a long uh, uh, postseason. You don't want a short one. A one-game wildcard, that is no bueno. If you can win the division... You got a chance to raise some hell in the playoffs. Let's hope that the Chicago Cubs do exactly that. And Kyle Schwarber's got to be a big part of it if they're going to do that. And they got to get people healthy, for God's sake. Craig Kimbrell just went on the IL, and, and that is awful for the Cubs because that bullpen has been a source of concern, and rightly so, the entire season. Hey, Harry, do you have another one? Let, let, let's do one more. 
Yeah, let's get a little bit esoteric here on a Friday. High school football tonight, so tell me, oh, Ganilrez, Dutchy, 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 that, that hurts a little down there, for God's sake. Stop that. No teeth, Dutchy. Take your teeth out. How about that? A little treat for Harry. Uh, what is the point of youth sports, Ganilrez? I'll tell you what it's not, and then I'll tell you what it is, Harry. It's not about scholarships. And it's not about money for the greedy organizers. What it needs to be about, kids making friends, testing themselves, and learning the value of hard work. That, those need to be the underpinnings for these sports. You know, we saw what happened with the IU assistant swim coach. He was fired yesterday. He's been charged with some kind of uh, ridiculous thing. Just a kind of nutty uh, misdemeanor intimidation charge against him. He had a conversation recorded with somebody who operates a swim club. The coach, it was going to be good for him financially if the coach folded his club team into another or some damn thing like that. And, And what you wind up with is greed kind of ruling the roost instead of the, you know, the engine that drives you sports for kids, right? But the engine that drives it for a lot of people is greed. And I think that that's terrible. That's awful. What's got to happen is kids have to have a positive experience. They've got to make friends and they've got to learn, like I said, the value of hard work. And if there's a little adversity along the way, and there always is with youth sports or high school sports or collegiate sports, you learn how to deal with adversity. It's a good thing. I always used to tell my son, you know what? Hard work is the reward for hard work. I'm not the guy who made that up. I also said, um, you know what? Hard work always yields a positive result. It may not be the result that you wanted, but there is always a positive result from hard work. And if that's all they get out of it, that is a win in youth sports. That's a wonderful thing for kids to be able to learn and to be able to experience. And it's no different. We talk about youth sports all the time, but it's the same thing in marching band. It's the same thing in theater. There's a bunch of stuff like that. Robotics teams where you learn the value of being a team player and understanding that you're not the most important person in the world, that you you grow up, you're a baby, you're a toddler, you become an adolescent, and all the while you think that the world revolves around you. And then you develop a little more circumspection, right? And you realize that there's a world outside of your skin. And that's really important. And I think you sports, uh, high school and college theater, um, you know, marching band, like I said, choir, that kind of thing, robotics teams, science club, all these things, all these cooperatives, they help kids learn that it's about us. It's not about me. And that's really, really important. And that is the key to youth sports, not the greed, not the money that's generated for God's sake. If you make a little bit of cash in in your effort to help kids, that's fine. But don't help kids in your effort to make make uh, uh, make cash. You know what I mean, Harry? I do, Gondora. That was well stated. That's why I'm not in youth sports, because I'm all about the Benjamins. The Benjamins. The Benjamins. Because <laughs> you know what? You don't buy a round of drinks for the house with good intentions. Thanks for having me aboard on another beautiful Friday in central Indiana, I assume, Gondora. Have a good one. Enjoy yourself. What are you up to this? This weekend.
Harry, I'm going to be in Bloomington. We're going down a bunch of people on a bus. We do it every single year. We have a great time. We enjoy ourselves. We tailgate. We're going to go into the game for a little bit this year, which is different. I don't think we've ever done that. But we're going to do that this year because there are new amenities inside the stadium. They're selling beer legally for the first time this year. So we're not going to have to smuggle beers in our sleeves uh, into the stadium. And that's a step in the right direction, I think, for Indiana football. And we want to be a part of it, Harry. So that's That's what we're going to do. And then on Sunday, we're going to hunker down and watch the Indianapolis Colts, whatever they wind up being, play the Los Angeles Chargers. That's going to be an interesting game. I'm looking forward to it. Phillip Rivers has always kind of been kryptonite for the Colts. We'll see if that happens again this Sunday. But finally... After the longest offseason that I can ever remember, we're going to have football, regular season football, and I can't wait. I hope that you can't wait for Breakfast with Kent on Monday morning at 8 o'clock. We are going to be on Facebook Live, and we're going to talk about whether this was a happy day for the Colts or a miserable day for the Colts. We'll recap the entire weekend of sports and look forward to another great week of sports action. All right, that's Breakfast with Kent Monday at 8 on Facebook Live, 8.15 on Periscope Live. All brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry 317-849-2933 join me on monday morning